Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Allison. Oh, hi, Rob. Oh, hi, listeners. We're here to talk about Minute 34, in which Lisa is a burglar's best friend, and Chris R. is apparently a very resourceful pimp. We finished Lisa and Claudette's conversation as Mike runs out with his wear. Yeah, and then we get to the rooftop and the introduction of Chris R. Yes. I have lots of notes on this scene, so if you want to, if you have stuff to say, get it in up front. <laughs> okay. Well, it's... Well, let's, let's do Lisa and Claudette yeah. first. Okay. So, when she says, you know I worry about you, mm-hmm. you know I worry about you, it's... I forget what it's called, but it's so obviously, like, dubbed over, you know what I mean? Like in post-production? Oh, ADR. Yeah, that's what I thought it was called. But I didn't want to say that because it wasn't for sure. I'm a professional, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that line also, she has a little more to say in the script. She told, uh, because Mike in the script is named Bran, and he has just run out with his underwear after Michelle. And uh, Claudette says, I worry about you. I have to go home. Don't you ever have sex with that Bran character? <laughs> Homework, indeed. Homework. <laughs> so she's warning Lisa, don't have sex with him. I'm a little con- yeah, the script makes it even more confusing, I think. Oh, hi, Johan. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert, you're my favorite customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this the script does weird things sometimes, especially because, uh, like, Mike's character is named Bran, which is it's actually extra funny because in na- in changing the character's name to Mike, they then credit the actor as Mike, even though his real name is Scott. But in the credits, he's listed as Mike Holmes instead of Scott Holmes. Because his character was named Mike and they forgot his name. So it, it's, it gets weird. And then, uh, Denny's name originally was Billy. So if you find the right copy of the script, you find the copy with Billy still in there. It gets even weirder because he's a whole different character. Do you think he was named after the? After the what? Restaurant. Denny's? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Maybe. Maybe that's where, uh, that scene in the disaster artist, you know, when he makes, yeah. uh, he makes Greg read the script. Maybe that was actually in a Denny's, and so that's what he ended up naming the character. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tommy was like, that's what Americans name their kids. Yeah. <laughs> name them after restaurant. So American. Mm-hmm. So American, bald eagle, baseball. Football, not baseball. <laughs> <laughs> or in this scene, basketball, but I'll get to that. First we got, yeah, we finished the conversation with Claudette and Lisa. Claudette loops Lisa's nose and Lisa kisses the air, which is weirdly adorable. I like these two. And uh then Claudette leaves. And we get a shot of the... San Francisco skyline, of course. 
before we go up to the roof of the building. Which, this is the scene where I got really obsessed about the roof. Because this is obviously fake. They're shooting from inside that stair shed thing, which is impossible. The green screen backgrounds don't fit the actual city from where this was filmed. South is Russian Hill, which is fine, if you know San Francisco. Northwest to the Golden Gate Bridge is fine. But the east and west sides of the roof both seem to point south towards downtown-ish. And are reversed so that Saints Peter and Paul Church is on the wrong side and Coit Towers on the wrong side when it should be on the other. But they are consistently used. They're just geographically wrong. Are you sure they just stuck with a, like any green screen image or any um, San Francisco photos that they could possibly use? And I think uh, accuracy was not. Well, they, they took their own. They shot on a roof in San Francisco for the green screen footage because Tommy owns a building. Yeah. And actually, apparently, too, because from where they're shooting here, where Coit Tower is, it's not the building I thought it was. His building on the bike Wharf. It's a different building because it's farther uh, east. But they filmed actual footage in San Francisco to put into the green screen, but then didn't match it up properly. I, I don't think that was on the top of their list. <laughs> no. And at that point <laughs> at that point production was pretty much done. They were already they had already edited most of the film, so it was more about just putting it in and getting something. They as I said, yeah. it, they do it consistently. It's just wrong. Like, it doesn't match actual San Francisco quite right, but it is, you always get Russian Hill is behind the staircase. You always get that other hill on the other side. At least there's that. Yeah. It's like once they put them, put them into their computer for the green screen, it, they kept it. And I checked a few rooftop scenes when I was making my notes for this minute to, to make sure. I'm like, yeah, they actually matched them up. At least this is a really good metaphor to the movie though. <laughs> like all the stuff that's not, yeah, all the stuff that's not supposed to be there is very consistent. Yeah, so we can give it that. Uh huh. It's consistently unlike, wrong. Unlike, unlike the couch yeah. and the chairs in the, in the living room move slightly, and some of the chairs switch places from scene to scene. But yeah, let's get the green screen footage right <laughs> for the <laughs> rooftop. We didn't have to fake because we had access to a real rooftop. Yeah. Uh, God, this is. Now, um, in my first, in uh, my big break, uh, Philip Haldeman's comic, he writes this scene where he first meets Tommy. Or no, when he first meets Johnny, sorry. Mixing up my characters. When Denny first meets Johnny. And he is playing basketball by himself. I noticed in this scene when he is by himself, he's playing with the basketball. I'm not sure if anyone ever plays with the football by themselves in the movie. So there's actually consistent, like, Visual sim- symbology as well with the things. The football is togetherness and male bonding, but the basketball is just Denny slash Billy being by himself. With the introduction of Chris R to Denny playing basketball, mm-hmm. Chris R feels more like a stage name than it does a nickname or a formal name. Chris R? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like I don't go like, Hey, Robert B. Yeah, he, well, he's a gangster. Yeah! <laughs> but then if you were like DJ Robert B, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like yeah. DJ Chris R. So Chris R sounds more like a stage name to <laughs> an entertainment name. So I think like that might be why he named him that. It's like, oh, there's a Chris R, a guy that goes by Chris R. Yeah. 
And normally it's like one of those sad things, like um, <laughs> his last name is too close to someone who already has an established name. Yeah. So he shortens something. So he he probably Tommy probably equates like DJs and rap stars to like gang members. And so in his head, he thinks that gang members have the same kind of names as like a DJ would of Chris R to be like unique. And so he named this guy Chris R. Warren G. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny G. Let's go even, even farther back. Chris R is, of course, played by Dan Jinjigian, uh, who was an Olympian. He was on the 2002 Armenian bobsledding team. He's also a professional speaker. And he came on set in character and was so scary in between scenes that people would avoid him because he would just mutter to himself to stay angry. It was just, <laughs> this was his first audition for acting that he got this role. And he had to do it multiple times. We'll talk more about that next minute. But yeah, this scene was filmed two different ways the first day of shooting and then was reshot later for the rooftop because originally this scene took place in the alley. And then Tommy decided he wanted to be bigger. Alright. <laughs> and he wasn't going to cast someone as Chris R. He was going to get the guy who plays Mike to play Chris R and wear a disguise of a hat and glasses. Because he thought no one would recognize him. Well, in an acting standpoint, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. they decided to get a casting thing and you get Chris R, who is actually one of the... I mean, maybe the scene is weird, but it's a good performance. You, I mean, he's an intense... Yeah guy with a gun and it works it's self-contained i mean he wouldn't have been wrong to put the uh, other actor in glasses and a hat <laughs> because honestly they're pretty unmemorable with the roles that yeah. they had it's not to the actor it's just the roles that they had i mean this chris r only comes out as memorable because he actually is intense mm -hmm. and kind of fits it yes and of course johnny and mark you know because they're they do things to be memorable based on their uh character and the other guy just wasn't, and he was on there more often than Chris R. Yeah, he's got other scenes. But other than the line of my underwears. Yeah. The plural. Well, apparently Tommy it. really liked that actor for some reason. Like, when he met him, and so he cast him as Mike, or Bran, and then wanted him to come back later for it. That he, Tommy thought the scene later with the, like, the underwear story was fantastic. And he loved how it turned out. And that's, so he also wanted that guy to play Chris R. And I don't think it would have worked because that, that I don't see Scott Holmes as being intense. But he hasn't been in much else, so maybe not. Maybe he could. Yeah. Maybe he'd be really good. That's unfortunate for the guy. Yeah. It's unfortunate for a lot of people in, in this. Like they had to make something out of the fact that they were in this movie and they couldn't branch out from this movie. Right. Yeah, it helps the guy that the guy's playing Chris Hart, Dan Jinjigian, had he has a career as like a professional speaker. He was an Olympian. He's got other stuff going on. So he was able to keep doing that. He just happened to have done Yeah. Yeah, he just did this movie as well to pad whatever it is that he does. And I think it is um the guy who plays Peter is the one who has had actually done the most acting since this. He's also the one who leaves the movie partway through because he had another acting gig scheduled. But I thought the the elderly lady also had some work. Well, Robin Paris, who plays Michelle, has done some stuff, but she's also specifically done the room-related stuff. She did the room actors, where are they now, and like produced and wrote that, oh. the parody episodes. 
that included most of the actors from the film. And so they all got together and did that. They, which they came up with that idea when they were promoting Disaster Artist, uh, I think the book, The Disaster Artist. It's good they all came together for that book. Yeah. They've all been kind of able to create like these like mini careers out of being in the room. Yeah, cause some of them didn't do much else. Uh, Carolyn Minot, I don't think she's done it. I think she had one other acting job after this. I did a double check, but she played Claudette and was really into it. And Claudette is great, and then went away. Philip Haldeman's a podcaster now. Went back to Arizona. It just all feels like this is a different movie. Like, these set of minutes that we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's random. It comes out of nowhere, and then it immediately goes away. Yeah, like, the scene on the couch doesn't feel like the entire movie of The Room. And the scene (laughs) on the rooftop doesn't feel like the entire movie of The Room. Now, notes from a midnight screening for this one. Notes from a midnight screening. When Mike closes the door, uh, the audience likes to point out that no one ever closes the front door. They just stand there next to it open. Mike actually closes it when he leaves. The audience cheers. (laughs) Whenever Claudette touches Lisa, which is twice this minute, the audience screams cancer. Because, of course, cancer is contagious. Yes. (laughs) And when Claudette says, I have to go home, they're like, you just got here. (laughs) Because, yeah, she she just came in, what, two minutes ago. Claudette leaves. Lisa says, oh, my God, and sits there on the couch. Oh, my God. And you get the, the audience says, dear diary, my mom's a bitch, and she has cancer. (laughs) (laughs) See, but it's weird because I... Like, like you said in the, the script, yeah, that guy was supposed to be somebody else and like, please don't sleep with him, which was removed. Yes. And I think like this line where she says, oh my God, is supposed to be I need related drink. to that original line. Yeah. Because she says she's that. thinking about sleeping with the other dude. And then like, if her mom says that, she's like, oh my God, <laughs> you know. Lisa's just but, gonna sleep with every guy in the, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's, it's just like, <laughs> but, but that's why I think like her line was supposed to be related to to an entire section of a script that was removed and it was never fixed. Because it makes no sense that she says like, "Oh my god!" after her mom is leaving. Yeah. But then her mom doesn't leave in this minute. I like that idea. Like Lisa was gonna just have sex with Mark and Peter and Stephen and who else is even in this movie? <laughs> It, it, it's a 2000. She has her right to do that, I guess. Yes, certainly. <laughs> they are not married yet. They have not made any commitment. But in, like, <sighs> to pull that back, this is Tommy's <laughs> interpretation of how women see, uh, their sexuality. It's just like, I'll just sleep with everybody. And he's just the guy that's like, women are out there to sleep with everybody. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't really say that all this is in the justice of like how women. Yeah should be able to embrace her sexuality. This is Tommy's view on how women embrace their sexuality, yeah. which makes it weird. And in the script, it's even more so, because last minute there was a line from Claudette where she specifically tells Lisa not to tell him that she doesn't want to be with him until after they get married so she can get 50% of his assets. No way! And that's that doesn't that's work. Yes, yeah. that is Tommy's idea of who these women are and Claudette. Yeah. Telling Lisa how to be that kind of woman. It's yep. fun. So, so in this movie, Claudette, or this minute, Claudette, uh, she leaves, she gets in her car and she drives off. 
and then we're going to the next minute, correct? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. No, we skyline of San Francisco, and the midnight audience screams "water" because for some reason water means something to them, and so does fire. <laughs> and then, as Chris R is coming, we get the weird shot from behind the shed. Since Denny is not looking, people were like, "Denny, watch out!" Because Chris R is behind him. <laughs> and the yeah, last time, the, the last time that I went to midnight screening, there were some people that were like, on I think on Chris R's side. You're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> break his ankles. <laughs> Someone's like, break his ankles. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. I thought we liked Denny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Denny did give him his money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took something of Chris Hart's property with no intention of paying yeah. back. We've, we've been in those, we've been in those shoes before. Well, I mean, he did, we'll get to that, but he did have the intent yeah, of paying him back. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we, I mean, we know. Does Chris R ever get his, uh, property back? No, nah, he's going to jail, obviously, but we'll get to that next week. See, time. so Denny got away with it. <laughs> yeah. With the help of Because his he has powerful friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, who's the bad guy there? <laughs> Denny, I guess? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Break his ankles, Chris R. <laughs> uh, see, now I'm I'm with you. Yeah, Denny's the bad guy. <laughs> That's a lesson, kids. You can steal as long as you can get them back. Yeah, see. Yeah, steal from whatever rapping um gangster slash saxophone player you want. Just make sure you have powerful friends to send it to jail. Yeah, because I mean, Chris R is just well decorated. He's a public speaker. He's an Olympian. <laughs> Who's Denny? He's He's a drug-using dude that falls around people that have sex in their own private places. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who do you side with? <laughs> yeah. So, Quote, I don't know. Hello, fights. Yeah. yeah. We know what he was really watching. Yeah. And I think the drugs he took is ecstasy at this point. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's pillow fight. Let's all get together in a little puddle in this bedroom. It was <laughs> On so. that note, I think we should get on to the next episode. So, Johan, if the listeners want to hear more from you, where can they do so? Uh, you guys can find me on ID for Minute, which is an Independence Day Minute. And I was also co-hosting with Matthew Soto on Roughneck Minute, which is about Starship Troopers. That one we finished last year. It was amazing. So he's not going wrong when people make fun of the project, and this case, the room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening. And remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us! <laughs>